0: The Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. The NFL kicks off this week and get ready for the season with 32 NFL team previews from the Sports Gambling Podcast. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash previews today and the free roll football contest is back and better than ever five thousand dollars for grabs in our nfl contest and fifteen hundred dollars in our brand new college football contest sign up exclusively in our discord sports gambling slash just discord that's sports slash discord How you doing, Ryan?
1: Doing good here. I'm, I'm excited to be back here for episode two. You know, it's only a, a few days into the fantasy baseball playoffs for me, but I'm already already got the sweats here. I, I have a few close matchups and I'm I'm looking to uh pick up some guys here for, for the stretch run and hope hopefully we can help some people out there pick up some guys and win, win their matchups too.
0: I'm hoping so too. It's been a an interesting couple of days to to start the week. I know do you have Boba Shed on your on your playoff team?
1: I have Bo Bichette on my um keeper team where I need to like blow out my opponent and then I'm in I have to jump over two people who are playing each other. So it's gonna be really tough. But I mean that yeah, that three home run game really got me started off on the right foot in that in that league.
0: That's a huge exclamation part. Exclamation point, especially this late in the season and everything. That's yeah. that was massive. You're the first person I thought of as soon as I saw he had the three home runs, I was like, I know that helps. <laughs> yeah. Helped a lot. My teams haven't been; they've been doing okay. Turned out hitting a home run the other day was kind of nice. He's been on a little bit of a hot streak lately. It's just been kind of a weird couple couple weeks for me. Teams has been real flat. One of my teams, the roster is kind of—I don't want to say foolproof, but the more I look at it, I think I had the perfect draft. Like I got Aaron Judge, Jacob DeGrom, mm-hmm. JT Realmuto. Jose Altuve, Trey Turner, Ty France, Julio Rodriguez. I got Jimenez, Swanson. It's just, I don't know how I managed to draft so good.
1: It sounds like you're in like an eight-team league there or something, yeah. having such a stacked
0: it's roster. Weirdly, it's, it's a 10-team league. I feel yeah. like the fantasy baseball Jesus right now, or at least I was in the moment when that draft happened. I just could make everything possible.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, this is the SGPN Fantasy Baseball Podcast, and Blake Meyer, you had an AMA yesterday on Reddit for uh, the Finance Baseball subreddit there. There's a lot of good questions in there. Got to, hoping we can answer some of those questions even more after you gave some uh, shorter answers in the on-reddit AMA.
0: Yeah, uh, it was fun as usual in there. Uh, kind of open it up, let anybody that has any kind of questions, doesn't really matter even if you want to just... Tell me how good the Mariners are so I can <laughs> hype up those posts. I'm perfectly fine with that, too. But, yeah, I got a lot of start sit questions. Uh, one thing I've learned is a lot of people don't like Brian Reynolds right now, and I am completely on board with that because he has really been struggling. But that was, like, my most asked question was, should I drop Brian Reynolds? Just nonstop. Uh, but one of the things I really wanted to highlight right out of the gate was I got asked. Where is it at here? here there we go any sneaky waiver wire hitters you're targeting for the rest of the year could be guys who are starting to figure it out getting healthy have good matchups coming up etc the very first guy on my list we covered him in the last episode but it's large new bar we don't really need to go too deep down that rabbit hole again but again if Newbar is available in your league. He already should be on your roster with these upcoming matchups that he has. He annihilates the Pirates, and you need him on your roster before that matchup begins. Next is Gunnar Henderson.
1: Wait, and- I, I, I want to talk about 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 bar here because I know we, we both praised him on our first show, but I was looking at him more today because I have him on uh on. On all, all of my teams, I, I I grabbed him up. But he's I think he's two for his last 22 or something like that. Granted, both of his hits were home runs, so it added some good stuff there. But he's oh, he's now 0 oh for his last 13 going into Wednesday night. He'll have these two games against the Nationals tonight and tomorrow before the weekend in Pittsburgh. So, you know, he's not going to go o oh for forever, but maybe his, his hot streak kind of cooled off because he is only hitting 230 on the year. But yeah, th- these matchups, I think he's a guy where if if it's a deep enough league, he's someone that's he's batting atop top of the order. He's going to get four bats a game. He's batting ahead of uh, Arenado, Goldschmidt, all those guys. So he sh- if he gets on base, he should be able to score some runs too. So, But if he stays this cold, you, you may have to look elsewhere. And that's why I'm glad you have some other guys to look for here.
0: He has been a little cold. I will admit that. But... It's just it's that pirates matchup he has coming up. Eight for sixteen against the pirates in his career. He's been struggling right now, especially against the nationals. Not my favorite thing, but grabbing a guy that's going eight for sixteen against his next upcoming opponent is somebody that I definitely would keep an eye on. Uh but then after that, Gunnar Henderson, which is weirdly under owned in ESPN leagues, only like twenty six percent of leagues, which for whatever reason, doesn't feel correct to me with how highly tied of a prospect he was. Do you have any, any uh, Gunnar Henderson ownership in your leagues? Uh,
1: I do actually, I picked him up on the uh, August 23rd, you know, when there was that first rumor that I feel like some fake account made up that he was being called up. Yeah. People ran with that and then he was called up a week later, but yeah, he's one of my many shortstops in my keeper league. Um, yeah, he's he's been great so far. I, I, I love following the Orioles. They're a fun team. Hopefully they can catch Toronto. I don't really think think so, but yeah, he's in the middle of that order. He's he started out hitting fifth, sixth, had a at eighth, has been in fifth and sixth recently. Plays uh Boston this weekend. Boston has not been very good this season, plays Washington after that. So with the Orioles pushing towards the playoffs, you gotta have to have to look like look at a guy for Gunner, both in definitely keeper leagues, but also in redraft leagues.
0: I agree. He's got some pretty juicy matchups coming up. And I mean, he hasn't had the most counting stats so far this year, uh, but he's one of those players. He racked him up in the minor leagues, and he's still hitting 290 on the season. So he's getting on base. He gets on base. A decent clip, yeah. And the counting stats will come, especially in that lineup. They're loaded with Santander, Mountcastle, Mateo. Like, it's it's a loaded lineup. So those kinds of things will come. He's got a little speed, too. He's got a stolen base already. So it might be like a ten ten. 15 stolen base guy next season. But for now, he might end up with one or two more by the end of the year. Ah, uh, man. After that.
1: I, also, I was I'm surprised he's he's rostered so little in ESPN because on on Yahoo's he's rostered in fifty seven percent of leagues plus five percent in the last day. So I don't know if ESPN like lags behind a bit or there's less keeper leagues or there's less people paying attention. but yeah, that that's double on Yahoo than there was on ESPN,
0: yeah, it's twenty eight and a half percent of leagues on ESPN, which is way too low. that's
1: ex- exactly yeah. half. That's, that's that's exactly half of, of yahoo's fifty seven.
0: Yeah. It's so weird. Like, I don't know if ESPN just has like millions of leagues where just everybody in the league doesn't pay any attention or just doesn't play at all. Mm -hmm. But uh, highly touted prospects are always worth. I shouldn't say always. There's a few highly touted prospects that don't really have the fantasy appeal that you could probably skip over. But guys like Gunner, when they get called up, they're worth an ad in the beginning, even just to see how things go like. You never mm. know if they're going to be the next Acuna, Vlad Jr., Bachette, Julio. So getting them when they get called up, and even if you just hold them for a week, see how it goes. If they struggle, cut ties, and then pick them up when they get hot again. But the fact that he hasn't been up that long, and he's only 28.5% owned is just weird to me.
1: Yeah, I, I, another guy like that is maybe you, you got him early in the year. He, he did struggle. for You had him for a week or two. He struggled, and and you dropped him. Hopefully, either he's still available or you picked him back up because O'Neal Cruz has just been absolutely killing the ball recently. He he lined one into the into the river there. I think on Tuesday night, he's just hitting incredibly recently, and yeah, he's only rostered in fifty percent of Yahoo leagues. He's got a four-game hitting streak, multiple hits in uh, three of those games. Let's see. In, in August, he hit. He only hit 195 in August, but he, in September, four games, 353. He's getting more power. He's getting more of that that slugging percentage. And I'm sure you have some uh, barrel rates or exit velocities for me because he he absolutely murders the baseball.
0: Uh, he does that home run that he lined into the the river yesterday. That was the weirdest off the front foot. Just <laughs> throw my hands at the bat, swing, and that thing flew. Yeah, that was nuts. Uh, But yeah, on the season, he has an average exit velo of 92.4 miles an hour, which is incredibly high. That's going to put him in the top, in the 90th percentile for this season. Max exit velo of 122.4, which is insane. It's the hardest hit ball in the StatCast era. And his barrel rate is 15.7%. League average is about 6.7%. So he's well over double
1: that. Yeah, he's he's he came to the league. He he he's he took his licks early on, but since uh the past few weeks here, he's has hits in seven of, that of his last nine games. OPS over one, eleven hits, two doubles, two triples, three home runs. I mean, he's just hitting for power right now, and the Pirates are very happy to have him. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, and another two for four today against the Mets. I know they got killed this morning, but he had a he had himself a decent little game.
1: Wasn't that the Grom starting today though? No, that, that was Bassett. No, that was uh, Bassett Groms. this
0: morning. Yeah. Okay. What a two two pitcher duo to throw out in a doubleheader against the Pirates. The Grom yeah. um, and Bassett.
1: And that's that's not even having. I mean, Scherzer went on the IL now, but having th- those three in a playoff series is going to be insane.
0: Yeah, it is. That's what I'm looking forward to at the Mariners too. I've, I always go back to the Mariners, but it's it's my my thing. But you have to, yeah. <laughs> Throwing out Castillo, Gilbert, and Robbie Ray in a three game series is nuts. And then to have George Kirby as like the fourth, Mm -hmm. oh no, we have a fourth guy type (laughs) of player, like it's going to be nuts. But another player I wanted to touch on that I'm pretty high on that also, again, weirdly underrated is MJ Melendez for the Royals. He's a top prospect, he's got three position eligibility in fantasy leagues with that catcher DH and outfield and having a, a catcher with dual position eligibility is awesome, but he's got 15 home runs on the year, 51 RBIs. He's only on the 25.7% of ESPN leagues. I'm curious if that's again, half of Yahoo leagues. 57%
1: but, in Yahoo. It's,
0: it's <laughs> I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't understand it either. It's making me think ESPN numbers are so wrong, but it's what I got, so yeah,
1: it's what I gotta it. go
0: off of. But yeah, I'm I have a weekly piece that I put out or not weekly, a monthly piece that I put every month called Death by Babbitt, Death by Babbip, and I kind of cover the unluckiest hitters from the month prior. And it's gonna drop Friday, but Melendez is the number one player on my entire list. He for the entire Entire year it's been getting so unlucky. And let me pull up his last month, hold on.
1: I I have his last month right here. Actually, I have it up on baseball reference. His in August he had twenty five starts, twenty seven games. He hit one eighty with a BABIP of one ninety four. That's that's unlucky.
0: That's horrible. And the crazy part is he had that one ninety four Babip, but then when you break it down a little farther, he had a nine 93.2 mile an hour average exit velo, a launch angle of 16.3, which anywhere for me, anything between like 15 and 19% is perfect because line drives are the biggest key to having that higher BABIP. And that's that line drive sweet spot for the launch angle. And he's got a 13.6% barrel rate, double the league average, and a 53% hard hit rate for the entire month. And he somehow has that up under 200. That's that's that, wild. All, like, all of... That shouldn't happen. Like, he should have hit 320 and, and been the best catcher in baseball. But instead, I mean, he had a 22.7% line drive rate. Excellent. You want above 20. Even more, he's kind of a pull-heavy hitter, so the shift might be getting to him, but he only makes soft contact 12% of the time. It's, guys like that are people that end up going unowned in fantasy because people just look at the regular overall counting stats and they like, damn, he's not been doing so great. And so they drop him. But then when you look at the numbers and you're like, hold on a minute, he's making really quality contact. And guys like that are ones that are bound to break out sooner rather than later. So when you see those guys that are trending up with their contact and they have the dual or even triple position eligibility, Guys like that need to be owned, especially in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you on Melendez. Him having a catcher that basically he plays outfield half the time, if not more, because they have Salvi Perez. So having someone like that that's going to be catcher eligible next season, even for a keeper league, is definitely worth holding on to. And looking at, at his numbers now, yeah, you, I mean, you said he's hitting the bar, ball hard. I didn't realize he's batting leadoff for them. He's hit leadoff in 39 of his games. Hit fifth in 29 of them, so he's getting plenty of at-bats. He's, the lineup's not not that great, but, you know, it's, it's top of the order. He might have some easy matchups. He has Detroit coming up over the weekend. Yeah, if he hits the ball hard, it gets top of the order. He's going to get on base, uh, score some runs, and hopefully those counting stats will come.
0: Yeah, it's only with guys like that, it's only a matter of time, except if your name is— uh, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank—
1: well, I thought um, you were going to say Jared Kelnick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going back to Seattle again. Oh,
0: man. You know what? I was going to edit this up, and I'm keeping this in. Yes, if your name is Jared Kelnick, you need to learn how to hit a baseball. You might have a new <laughs> swing at AAA right now, but damn it, this is like your fifth new swing, and you somehow can hit a baseball? We traded so much for you. But sticking with the Mariners, perfectly timed, Cal Raleigh was another guy on my list. It Big dumper. Is at this point, there's I mean you could kind of one hand the amount of catchers that would be in the conversation for better catchers than Raleigh in the league this year. Twenty-three home runs. He's got four in his last five games, or four in his last six games, nine RBI. All he does is hit clutch home runs and throw batters out. Second in the league also in uh runners thrown out, if anybody cares about that. Not really fantasy relevant, but still love the stat. He's been a spark plug for Seattle. Just every time he comes up to bat, he's become one of those players that you just kind of hold your breath for a second and you're like, This might go out. And those are massive, massive upgrades for fantasy lineups. Like everybody wants to stick with the guys they know. Salvi, who's kind of struggled this year, players like that. But guys like Cal Raleigh that are much less owned but putting out arguably better offensive production need to be starting in your lineup if you want to really make that fantasy push.
1: Yeah, the thing with Cal Raleigh is when he's hot and he's hitting homers like he is in this stretch, you're, you're going to want to pick him up. But people look at that average 210. And, like, they don't know if they want that out of of the catcher spot. But I I was going to make the comparison to somebody, a a fellow former Mariners catcher, Um, Mike Zunino. Cal Riley is 6'3", 235. Zunino, 6'2", 235. Zunino, career 200 hitter, 162 game average of 28 home runs. Cal Riley, through 149 games in his career, is also hitting 200. With a 162 game pace of 27 home runs. So, like, this is like just a carbon copy, uh, five year, five or so years younger, just going into to Seattle's lineup. W- Where's he hit normally? Hit in the middle, like fifth,
0: sixth? Uh, He's hitting like sixth normally.
1: I mean, yeah, catcher's a, a weak spot for fantasy baseball, if you, unless you have someone like Real Nudo or someone like Perez or even Melendez. But Kyle Riley right now, Mariners making the playoff push. He's he's hitting the ball and he's going to be someone you're going to want to have on your roster, especially if you have a weak catcher or if you're even doing like I do. Sometimes you go with no catcher. I mean, put him there. He might hurt your average, but he'll help you out with home runs and RBIs. Yeah, and
0: he'll he's going to be instrumental in helping you win. Uh, Speaking of win, I think in joining win bet now is the perfect time. New customers to bet a hundred dollars get a hundred dollar free bet. Perfect for kickoff of the NFL season. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day, where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Win also has their first quarterback to throw five touchdowns bet. Again, uh, who was it last year? Jameis. First game of the season mm-hmm. last year had five touchdowns. So, I mean, it's a very doable bet, especially in a very pass happy league this year. And there's so much to choose from. All you have to do. Just head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And we also have our free fantasy football contest. Free roll football contest is here. College football contest, $1,500 up for grabs. And then there's an NFL contest of $5,000 and a two-night stay when win Las Vegas is up for grabs. Sign up exclusively in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com Discord.
1: You know, whenever you hear like a, a weird stat, it's always by the Elias Sports Bureau. And, and now that there's an app for you to have it right at your fingertips. Football fans, NFL regular season is finally here, and as week one kicks off and you get ready to place your bets or lock in your fantasy team, you need to check out the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports and betting companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB that has everything you need to get a competitive advantage. It's the only app from the most trusted name in sports stats. The Elias Sports Bureau is the official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports Leagues, including the NFL. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias' key insights from their renowned research team. It's your one-stop source for player news and league-validated player stats and records, expert game analysis for betting, fantasy lineups each week, and showing off your superior sports knowledge to your friends and coworkers. And new features are available all the time, like player injury analysis and player impact reports, which can be huge when it comes to betting and fantasy tournaments. I know I use it whenever I try to place a bet or now during fantasy baseball playoffs. You want to see those head-to-head matchups. You want to see what players are hot. And it's going to be key for you to winning those matchups here for the fantasy baseball playoff season and the fantasy football season all all year long. So NFL season is here. So don't wait. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe. You can get a 14-day free trial off a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use the promo code SGPN. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN.
0: I love the Elias Sports Bureau stuff. They always have the most obscure stats, and it makes my stat junkie brain so happy.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that's Uh, great. The next thing I kind of want to touch on is uh, I had somebody ask me some keeper advice. And I was kind of curious. It got got the brain going because I got into a little back and forth with somebody. Uh, They wanted to know. They had DeGrom, McClanahan, Scherzer, and Verlander. And they need to pick two to keep for next season. And they said they were leaning towards uh, McClanahan and DeGrom. And I agreed. But somebody didn't quite agree. Uh, They thought Verlander should 100% be... Kept over Degrom next year because they said Degrom is much younger, even though Degrom's only 34 and Verlander's about to be 40. And my whole thing is, how much do you factor age into evaluating a keeper?
1: Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely interesting because, like, I mean, Degrom is what four or five years younger than than Scherzer and Verlander, but once. In in baseball years, once you get to, like, the mid to late 30s, it's almost all the same. You almost have to look at, like, what their career innings are, like, when they came into the league, stuff like that. And Verlander, I believe, either is a free agent or has an option or something for next year. I mean, he's going to probably win the Cy Young, but he's dealing with an injury. We know about DeGrom's injury history. McClanahan has an injury right now all four of these guys actually have either been on the i l right now or just coming off of it with the grom so but getting back to the the age thing i I think you want to have a decent mix it depends really what your strategy is obviously you want to have a chance to win every year and you don't want to keep a prospect over an ace but it's you want to keep guys that are still in their prime and if you're worried about someone like you know DeGram's injury history, or Verlander getting hurt, or Verlander getting up there in age, it's it's it makes sense sometimes to to keep those younger guys. You know they're, they're going to be fresher, they're going to hopefully maintain their value longer. But all in all, you're trying to win every season. So I think if there's if you're it's a straight keeper league, you just keep them whatever players, and then you draft after that. You keep the best players you can, no, no matter the no matter the age, unless they're showing signs of regression or had some major injury, I wouldn't be opposed to to keeping someone like Scherzer or Verlander. I wouldn't keep them if it was keep them at a high round pick or or if there's a limited number of slots, but you can't just write off these older guys just because they're only going to be playing another year or two because as much as you want to be like, okay, I want to build my keeper team for the long run, you want to build your keeper team to win every season, and and that's that's what the main focus has to be.
0: That's true, and my biggest thing is, I guess I I over I overvalue Verlander's age a little too much, just because it's kind of the you think I would have learned from Tom Brady, it's kind of the man he's old, he's got to not be good eventually, which just made me automatically lean towards Degrom because he's younger, but Degrom does have the injuries, but I mean he's electric when he starts, but so is Verlander. I mean he's about to be forty and he's still damn near hitting a hundred. Is 16 and three, throwing 152 innings this year, only walking one and a half batters a game with a 1.84 ERA. That's things like that shouldn't happen when you're 39. Jamie Moyer was out there at 40 throwing 84 mile an hour fastballs, and somehow Verlander's out there at 39 throwing 100 pitching in the eighth inning.
1: Yeah, Verlander is uh, looking back at he's. He made 34 starts in uh, 2018, 2019, both with Houston. I feel like everyone had this conversation when he was went from Detroit to Houston in 2017. They were like, "Okay, can he keep it up? Can he can he still perform as he has?" And he's only gotten better in Houston. He's had the best years of his career in Houston. He won the Cy Young in 2019. He's the favorite this year. His ERA is 1.84. I mean, that's insane. That's absolutely insane. And I feel like if it's just a, a straight keeper league. Unless this injury, which I think is what a, a calf injury, so it shouldn't be too much of a, yeah. of a lingering issue. So yeah, he's a guy that I feel like if he was going to have arm issues, it would have happened already. So at this point, as long as he's playing, I, I would keep him.
0: Yeah, I think you've turned me on this one. I'm I'm in. I I mean, mcclanahan was an out of those four was an obvious. You're keeping mcclanahan He's young. He's like 23 yeah. or 24. You're keeping him. But the other three, it's kind of a you can't really go wrong. With any of them, when they're all healthy, they're all arguably the best three starting pitchers in baseball. So, I mean, I guess that's a good problem to have if you got those four and you got to pick two to keep. But yeah, I mean, Verlander's on an incredible team, pitching like he's 25. So yeah, like if if he can keep this up, I yeah, I I'd probably lean towards him. I Degrom's been injured what each of the last three seasons. And not little injuries. They're like actual significant injuries. And then when Verlander gets injured, he missed the 2021 season with injury. Maybe that's why he's doing so well this year. He kind of got that that year to freshen up the arm a little bit and come back better than ever. Like in Rookie of the Year, he like messed up his arm and then came back and was just throwing
1: heaters. Yeah, because he only started one game in 2020 as well. So I'm not sure if he got injured in that or he just, the, the shortened season was not for him. But yeah, he seems like a guy that's going to keep going. And, and DeGrom, I mean, if you can take a chance on him, if your, the rest of your team is good enough where you can keep him and, and manage having him potentially getting injured, keep him. But I, he's only made, what, third to three starts over the last three seasons. DeGrom made that, or Verlander made that many starts uh in 2019 alone he's going to make 20 some this season so yeah uh, injury is more of a worry for me than age necessarily in in keeper leagues
0: yeah i'm i always have been that lean towards age guy but i guess it's got to be more of a significant age difference Mm -hmm. i mean if if it's a 28 year old uh, who's a 28 year old pitcher uh off the top of my head uh Jamison Tyon, like if it's Jamison Tyon or Verlander, I'd probably still have Verlander. That's a horrible analogy right there. Yeah. I'm trying but to like somebody, somebody around that to... age.
1: Uh, or about like Logan Gilbert, just cause he's, he's on Seattle there. We'll, we'll...
0: You know, what's crazy. My mind went to Logan Gilbert first. And I was like, God, too young. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: in that scenario, I'm keeping Gilbert. Uh, my Mariners fandom aside in that scenario, I'm keeping Gilbert. Just, I mean, they're both good players, but like, yeah, like if it's that big of an age, Gap. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: even if Gilbert might be one tier down from Verlander I'm gonna keep Gilbert just because he can only get better I think Verlander's kind of peaked but peak Verlander is a pitching god so mm-hmm. nice to have on the roster but I'd probably still lean like somebody like a Gilbert in that scenario just because the age
1: mm-hmm. yeah if, if it's like more than like 10 years it's I feel like that that's enough of a difference especially if it's still young enough where they they're still getting better
0: yeah you're not coming into next year thinking like, man. I hope Logan Gilbert doesn't get old and start throwing the ball less hard. Yeah, <laughs> but like that's a, re- I mean, it's a realistic fear with Verlander. I don't think it's gonna happen, but it's definitely not gonna happen with Logan Gilbert. And I'm knocking on wood right now. So if that does happen, <laughs> Logan Gilbert, I'm sorry. Yeah. <sighs> but if you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you Complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone Plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to fubo.com/slash. GP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V dot com slash S-G-P.
1: Yes, yeah, so sports betting is kind of blowing up around the country now. And for all your sports bettors out there, I want to tell you about the best new way to increase your bankroll. It's called Promoguy.us. At Promoguy.us, you can get the biggest bonuses from all the best sports book in the country. We're talking $1,000 risk-free deposits, insane odd boosts, and most importantly, the best analytics in the business. Plus, tons of free picks as well. Promoguy.us is your guide to betting smart. Once again, that's Promoguy.us.
0: Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. Me and my buddies, a couple years running, our fantasy football league is on Sleeper, and it's easily my favorite fantasy football app. It's... It actually makes it really fun to use and dive through players and look at rosters and all those sorts of things. Uh, It's a game-changing product, unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new Over-Under game. Over-Under is integrated into fantasy. The first... I read that part every time, and I'm not supposed to read that part. The first sports contest game (laughs) built into the fantasy experience. Not only can you enter a contest via Over-Under itself, but you can also do so through your fantasy league's matchup screen. For example, Patrick Mahomes is your starting fantasy quarterback, and not only do you think you're going to win your fantasy matchup this week, but you're also confident that Mahomes is going to hit that over 250 passing yards line. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks and tap with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Not only do they have NFL, but they also have college football player props. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game, have fun with your friends, and make some money. On your mobile phone, join your list, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100, promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP. And you'll get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Ooh, gotta take a breath after that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and we might be uh sleeping on on some of these these big hitters we have in our labs. Maybe going to sleep here in the fantasy baseball playoffs. And you know, there's only a few weeks left. You're going week by week. You're trying to survive. So. At what point do you maybe consider, you know, cutting bait on someone that's either, you know, has a nagging injury or someone that's on a cold streak or has bad matchups?
0: That's the perfect question. Uh, So yesterday during the AMA, I had somebody ask me about Brian Reynolds. And my immediate reaction was just, you don't drop Brian Reynolds. He struggled at the beginning of the year, but then he really turned it on. This year. Like he ended up being a really solid fantasy option, uh, minus that first few weeks of the season. But then I really got to looking at it, and he's hit terribly over his last few weeks. He had a nice little run there in August, but over the last couple of weeks, he's hitting sub 200 and giving you almost no counting stats. And players like that, I think at this point of the season, I started, I think I had four people asking me about dropping Brian Reynolds, and I told all four of them that. You got to drop him at this point. This late into the season, you don't have time to sit around and think like, it's okay, It's a long season he'll turn it around. It's not a big deal. You don't have time for that. Like having somebody like Brian Reynolds on your bench or in your lineup and just hoping that they do something good. That's going to cost you. And at this late into the season in the fantasy playoffs, trying to make that playoff push, you can't afford to have a guy out there that's just going to cost you every day.
1: Yeah, I think that that's a good example there with Brian Reynolds, especially on a team like the Pirates. You know, isn't in the playoff race. He's he's looking to probably hit for himself. You know, he was he was offended when I think Dennis Eckersley said the Pirates are, are a no-name team, and you know he's he's had I feel like he had a home run against the Phillies, but since then he hasn't really done much. He's just an average outfielder at this point. He he's he's disappointed, and yeah, I, I would definitely consider dropping him. And an even more extreme case than that is. In my yearly redraft league, someone dropped uh, Luis Robert, which is seemed kind of cool. insane to start. I was like, "How do you drop him?" Like, obviously, he's going to be claimed by whoever's top waiver, and he was. But like, looking at him, he's he's battling an, an injury. I think he has a finger injury. I think he took a took a yeah his hand his hand injury. Yeah, he yeah. He's, hasn't played, and he's played two games in the past two weeks. So, if you can afford the roster spot on someone like that, and you can have him on the bench. Go ahead, do it. But it's not a situation like you said where, you know, okay, this guy's going to figure it out. Over the course of the season, he's going to be a top 100, top 50 player. You only have two or three weeks left, and you only have four days left in this matchup. You're like, okay, how much is he going to help me right now versus this guy I can pick up uh, maybe a starting pitcher stream or someone. Like Lars Nootbaar, we talked about, it, who has a good matchup over the weekend, or even even today with with two double headers. I, I uh, streamed a few double header hitters in in my league just to get those those four three or four extra at bats, hoping they 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 play in in both both games. Very yeah. smart. Yeah, this is this is the time of the year where the big name players can't stay on your team just because they're big name players. They have to you have to look at them. You have to look at how they're doing recently, what their upcoming matchups are, and You know what? If you cut bait on them, as long as you don't get beaten by the person that brings them uh, picks them up in the playoffs, (laughs) then you're good. But if 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 you drop them and then you meet meet that guy in the championship and you lose, you're going to be kicking yourself. But you know what? You have to make those those hard decisions to to win win it all. And I feel like that's something you definitely need to do, depending on the hitter.
0: Yeah, I mean, all the like all the talent in the world was Luis Robert, but I'm he's the perfect example because he just gets hurt so often that he spends so much more time on the bench or, I mean, nobody really dropped him throughout the year. If you did props, cause it's probably a smart move, but it, he's, I mean, he's only played not, what 92 games this year. He only played 68 the year before. And granted, if you put those together, it's what a hundred and 160 games, quick math. And uh, in 160 games, he had 25 home runs and 17 stolen bases and 99 RBIs, like all the talent in the world. But the best ability is availability. And if you're not going to be healthy and in the lineup to put in my fantasy lineup, you don't have a spot on my roster right now because you don't have time for what ifs when this might be your last week.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and in that vein, I, I wanted to bring up something I, I'm personally experienced and probably dealing with here is 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 closers. If if you have enough closers to, to win when your matches with saves, you know, keep them, whatever. But in my my one big league, I have um, my closers are David Robertson, who's not doing very well for the Phillies. I have Rafael Montero, who's filling in for Ryan Presley. I have Brandon Hughes for the Cubs. Like I have, and Nick Martinez for the Padres. Like I have guys that might pick up a save or two if I'm lucky. And I'm looking ahead to who I'm playing next week because I have the buy. And he has a few top closers, so I'm I'm fixing to figure out if I want to pick up some some starters to get those stats. If I want to pick up some you know middle relievers, get get those get that strategy of have get those stats, uh, get the ratios down, get some strikeouts up. But yeah, if if you have a position where you're not going to win that matchup because you're you're weak at it. Whether it's saves, whether it's stolen bases, whether no matter what it is, look look at that. Look at where you're weak, and if you're likely likely going to lose that category anyway, drop those players and fortify yourself elsewhere to kind of make sure you can win those toss up matchups.
0: Yeah, it's, it's football season. You got to punt that baby. There's yeah, no need. Like if you're not going to win in saves, don't even attempt to try and like don't try and salvage it. If you know, you don't have a shot, to just get somebody like I'll throw out a random pitcher, Edward Cabrera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and an electric pitcher like that, that's very low, has a very low roster. Probably I don't have it or roster ownership. I don't have it in front of me at the moment, but guys like that, that can give you, they can give you innings. They can give you strikeouts. They're not going to walk a ton of batters unless they're playing the Dodgers when they like to walk people and give up six runs in four innings. Uh, but other than that, you know, it's the Dodgers, so you kind of give them a pass. But it's the season of maximizing your roster spots. And another person that I got asked about is John Carlos Stanton. I got asked if it's safe to drop him. I honestly think he probably should have already been dropped, but – to be fair, he is a very big-name player, playing in pinstripes. They're a hot team this year. Aaron Judge is the talk of the town, the talk of the league. But, I mean, he came back from injury on 825, and he's played 10 games since then. In those 10 games, he has four hits, zero extra base hits, three RBIs, and he's batting 105. Mm. It just – guys like that, you look at him on the waiver. And you're like, damn, he would look good in my roster. (laughs) Like, cause everybody gets so caught up in the name appeal, but you just gotta don't fall into the temptation. Don't just don't do it. He guys like that. There's no spot for him. And unless you were like, man, Yankees are my favorite team. And if I could win the fantasy fantasy playoffs with John Carlos Stanton in my lineup, that would make the happiest. That make me the happiest man in the world. Like if that's your goal, I really hope the rest of your team is really good so that you don't have to put Giancarlo Stanton in your lineup and he can just ride the bench to a championship. But sometimes people way overthink a lot of these things. I mean, I had somebody ask me if they should bench Ronald Acuna. That was wild. I mean, if, you, if you're listening, man, I understand. Sometimes we look at our lineup and we just try and think how we could maximize the most most pointage out of our lineup and things like that. But there does come a point in time when you might be overthinking it a little bit. You shouldn't. I. You should never drop Ronald Acuna. And even if there was like a little like sliver of me that thought maybe you should, unfortunately, I'm not going to be the guy that puts on the internet that you should bench Ronald Acuna. That that can't be me. I, it's, guys like that are matchup proof. They need to be started all the time. One thing my dad always says is if you catch yourself thinking stop take a breath r- just relax for a second and then ask yourself if that's really something that you think is a good idea yeah. that can be the that could be the death of your fantasy team if if you're going down that road to the point that you think benching ronald acuna is what is going to help you win the fantasy playoffs you're probably not going to win the fantasy playoffs
1: yeah and uh let's let's Football season is here, and, and Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and the social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from pick'em to survivor to, to fantasy pools. We were talking about it last show. There's a bunch of just absolutely wild things on here. There's a 13-run pool for baseball where you have to get all your teams get zero to 13 runs football they have all sorts of survivor confidence playoff pools squares credit pools wh- whatever you could really imagine is is there and it's so, so much fun to play with play with your friends so and now we've teamed up with run your pool to host a pool for our official sgpn nfl survivor contest hop in now to reserve your spot we're giving away 500 dollars in cash plus a 250 dollars gift certificate to the sgpn store to the winner and you know we have some sick ass designs in that store so you are going to want to get in sign up yes, today over at play.runyourpool.com/sgpn that's play.runyourpool.com/sgpn
0: uh, and then we've got odds trader odds trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books you can also compare the different sign up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal uh, the app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker, so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. That way, when you go 6-0 and and hit a five-team parlay, you can flex on everybody on the Internet. Uh, a lot of things it's got. It's got handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking. Player statistics, key game statistics, projected game day weather, bet tracker, which allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. Go to oddsTrader.com/bluewire. OddsTrader, the number one site for all of your game day bets.
1: Yeah, you, you mentioned uh, Edward Cabrera before as one of those pitchers under the radar. You're you're kind of watching a little bit, and another guy you, you mentioned in your answer was uh, Jesus Lazardo, who I, I had a firsthand a front row seat of watching him on Tuesday night against the Phillies. He was just electric. He had like five strikeouts for the first two or three innings. I think he ended up with with quite quite a few strikeouts. I'm not sure exactly. He had he had nine strikeouts oh, through nice. through seven innings. He's he's a guy that that's that's come come a long way. He was he was with Oakland. He got he got traded to Miami. So he's now in his fourth fourth or fifth year in the majors, kind of kind of figuring figuring things out. So he's a guy that you know he has the Mets next. So not exactly a great matchup there on Sunday. But looking ahead to either next week, or will probably only start once. And the following week, he'll start twice. So something like that. Also looking at just you know who's been good over the past past few weeks past month uh herman marquez for the rockies people try to stay away from him because you know it, it's coarse field and rather rockies aren't good but he's pitching against arizona at home on friday and then has the white Sox next week uh he has quality starts in five of his last six starts he picks up picked up a win against the mets and the reds in the last two He's he's gonna get you innings. He won't strike out too many, but he'll, he'll get you get you the innings. He'll get you a quality start if that matters in your league. Good chance of getting a win against Arizona or potentially the White Sox who are sliding. So, look look into these guys who you know might might be overlooked because of their team or because of where they play. Because especially if they have a good matchup or if they're pitching on the road, they're they're going to be worth adding for the playoffs here.
0: Yeah, a solid pitching that can kind of help you now until the end of the year, just like hitting it's you need it (laughs) and lizardo was he's one of those guys that it gets overlooked i mean he's three and six so when people look at the record it's like eh. especially in points leagues when the losses really kind of ding you quite a bit and the marlins aren't a team that anybody sits around and thinks like damn they're so good baseball (laughs) but man their pitchers are so good lizardo when he was with oakland so good and the game yesterday seven innings only gave up two runs, nine strikeouts. Like, it's just – sometimes you got to just find the guys that have the talent, that have ideal matchups, and then just pray that that talent shines. And those Marlins pitchers, it's absolutely going to shine. And Marquez has been shining for a while. He's He gets that Coors Field rep, which, I mean, it gets everybody. It's tough to pitch out there. There's a reason why not a ton of top-end-of-the-market pitchers are – scrambling to go pitch for colorado but he puts up some decent peripherals if you just cover his era with your thumb the rest of everything else looks good he doesn't walk a ton strikes at an okay amount of batters almost always in position to win especially on a team like the rockies that can put up runs in bunches so yeah a couple excellent guys to look for on your your waivers heading into the rest of this week's fantasy matchup and next week uh, and with that, I think that's going to do it.
1: Yeah. Speaking of uh, excellent options, if you think this was an excellent show or want to give us your feedback, make sure you subscribe to the Sports Gambling uh, or the SGPN Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Hopefully that, that feed is up by the time this is this is published. If not, just go to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed. You can find our, our shows there. Make sure you also follow us on Twitter. Our, our show Twitter is SGPN Baseball. Getting that worked up, hopefully having some clips and stuff up there. And then you can follow me on Twitter. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at S O P.
0: And I'm Blake Meyer. You can find me on Twitter at balake, B-U-H-H-L-O-C-K-A-Y-E. And we will see everybody next time.